Why don't you open your Bible? If I'm going to preach, y'all just follow along with me. Get into Exodus with me. We're going to go to Exodus chapter 5 today. Exodus chapter 5. Please be mindful of all of the wonderful things that are happening. They're listed in our bulletin. I know a lot of you kind of shine the bulletin and you don't even you don't even read that anymore but there's actually some important information in that bulletin and so maybe you will approach that with fresh eyes and a fresh spirit um, one thing that I want to highlight for sure is the new member class if you've been coming for a while and you know this is where you're supposed to be and this is your home then we want you as members here your voice matters your your opinion matters and we want you to come on board and, and be on this level of, of family with us, okay? If you've been coming for a while and you have never taken the time to go through membership class, let me ex exhort you today, please come and do this. Uh, it's, the date is there in the bulletin. I don't remember off the top of my head, but it's just around the corner. We want you to be uh, a voting member here at La Palma. And you get a chance to really, uh, Jim, Pastor Jim and I teach this class and you get to hear our heart, our vision, and uh, what God is doing, what God has done, what he's doing now, and what he's going to do. Because I'm believing that God still has a few things up his sleeve for La Palma Christian Center that he hadn't even let us know about yet. <laughs> Amen. How many believe God's got greater things for La Palma? Amen. So I want you to sign up. Sign up today and be a part of this. Exodus chapter 5. I've got a lengthy text today, so it will not be up on the screen. I trust that you brought your Bible today. How many brought your Bible today? Come on. Amen. Amen. No, I'll put the hymnal down. Just the Bibles right now I'm looking for. Exodus 5. Let's start with verse number 1. Afterward, Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, let my people go, that they may hold a feast to me in the wilderness. Pharaoh says, Who is the Lord, that I should obey his voice to let Israel go? I do not even know the Lord, nor will I let Israel go. So they said, The God of the Hebrews has met with us. Please. I'm so glad they were polite as they talked to Pharaoh, aren't you? Please <laughs> let us go three days journey into the desert and sacrifice to the Lord our God, lest he fall upon us with pestilence or with sword. Then the king of Egypt said to them, Moses and Aaron, why do you take the people from their work? Get back to your labor. And Pharaoh said, look, the people of the land are many now, and you make them rest from their labor. So the same day, Pharaoh commanded the taskmasters of the people and their officers and said, You shall no longer give the people straw to make bricks as before. Let them go and gather straw for themselves, and you shall lay on them the same quota of bricks which they made before. You shall not reduce it, for they are lazy, they are idle. Therefore, they cry out and say, let us go and sacrifice to our God. Let more work, somebody say more work. Let more work be laid on them that they may labor in it 
And let them not regard false words. And the taskmasters of the people and their officers went out and spoke to the people and said, Thus says Pharaoh, I will not give you straw. Go get yourselves straw where you can find it. Yet none of your work shall be reduced. So the people were scattered abroad throughout the land of Egypt to gather stubble instead of straw. And the taskmasters forced them to hurry, saying, Fulfill your work, your daily quota, as when you had straw. Also the officers of the children of Israel, whom Pharaoh's task, taskmasters had set over them, they were beaten and they were asked, Why have you not fulfilled your task in making brick both yesterday and today as before? Then the officers of the children of Israel came and cried out to Pharaoh, saying, Why are you dealing thus with your servants? There is no straw given to your servants. And they say to us, Make brick. And indeed, your servants are beaten even. But the fault is in your own people. But he said, You are idle, idle. Therefore, you say, Let us go and sacrifice to the Lord. Therefore, now go and work. No straw shall be given to you, yet you shall deliver the same quota of bricks. And the officers of the children of Israel saw that they were in trouble after it was said, You shall not reduce any bricks from your daily quota. Then, as they came out from Pharaoh, they went and met Moses and Aaron, who stood there to meet them. And they said to them, let the Lord look on you and judge because you have made us abhorrent in the sight of Pharaoh and in the sight of his servants to put a sword in their hand to kill us. So Moses then returns to the Lord and says, Lord, why have you brought trouble on these people? Why is it that you have sent me? For since I came to Pharaoh to speak in your name, he's done nothing but evil to these people Neither have you delivered your people at all. Then the Lord said to Moses, now it's about to get good. Y'all ready for this? Chapter number six, verse number one. The Lord said to Moses, now, somebody say now. Now you shall see what I will do to Pharaoh. For with a strong hand, he will let them go. And with a strong hand, he will drive them out of his land. And God spoke to Moses and said to him, I am the Lord. I appeared to Abraham and to Isaac and to Jacob as almighty God. But by my name, Lord, I was not known to them. I have also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, the land of their pilgrimage in which they were strangers. And I have also heard the groaning of the children of Israel whom the Egyptians keep in bondage. And I... God Almighty have remembered my covenant. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Therefore, say to the children of Israel, I am the Lord. I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. I will rescue you from the, their bondage. And I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great judgments. I will take you as my people and I will be your God. Then you shall know that I am the Lord, your God, who brings you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. I will, says God, bring you into the land which I swore to give to Abraham and to Isaac and to Jacob and I will give it to you as a heritage I am the Lord hallelujah so Moses spoke thus to the children of Israel but they did not heed they did not believe they did not hear Moses because of the anguish of their spirits because of the cruelty of the bondage 
And the Lord spoke to Moses and said, Go in, tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to let the children of Israel go out of this land. Verse number 12 says, And Moses spoke before the Lord and said, The children of Israel have not heard me. They have not heeded me. How then shall Pharaoh hear me or heed me? For I am of uncircumcised lips. Then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron and gave them a command for the children of Israel and for Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to bring the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt. Now, Father, we thank you for your word. It is leaping off of the pages into our ears and into our hearts and into our spirits. It is so alive. It is so powerful. It is so active already, God. It's accomplishing what you have sent it to accomplish. And I pray, Lord, that that would be done in, in, in its entirety, Lord. Accomplish through your word today what you have assigned it to do. And we give you thanks and we give you praise. If you're expecting a change from God's word, why don't you just shout amen right now? Hallelujah. God's word is alive. God's word is powerful. It is leaping off of the page and into your heart and into your ears. Hear the word of the Lord today. Receive the word of the Lord today and be transformed by God's word. What do you do? When God has given you a plan, when God has given you a promise, when God has given you a dream, God has given you a vision, but yet you have not seen the fulfillment of what God said. The dream has not come to pass. The plan that God unfolded in your mind and in your heart and in your prayer time, you've yet to see come to fruition. What do you do? I'll tell you what you do. You wait. I've entitled the message today, Waiting on God. I don't like to wait. <laughs> I really don't. I'm impatient by nature. I honk at Taco Bell drive-thru. Hurry up. They're not making my quesadilla quick enough. Come on now. I cross my arms and tap my toe at the microwave, wanting the popcorn to pop faster. We're impatient. United States of America, of all nations, we're, in, we're an impatient people. We can't wait to get the latest and the greatest, can we? I mean, the news is showing people wrapped all around the side of the building and, and all throughout the malls waiting on the latest and greatest iPhone 5. Woo! Anybody got the iPhone 5? Okay, I'm safe. Listen, I like the latest and greatest. Now, when I get it, I have to have Karen or Pimo or Pastor Dave or my kids help me to get up to the technology level. We're impatient. We huff and puff because the, the Internet's not coming up fast enough. Anybody ever been frustrated with the Internet? Huh? Anybody ever gotten frustrated with the Internet? It's not coming up fast enough. It's not coming through the airwaves fast enough. Not getting to us uh, uh, immediately enough, quick enough, you know. It blows my mind. 
We used to not have it come through the airwaves like that. They just have to carry it by horse and wagon. Gail, you remember that? Oh. <laughs> Welcome home, right? You used to have to do it by vehicles. Yeah, right? It's the truth. We're impatient. Now imagine having to wait on God's plan. God's going to have a private meeting with you by way of a bush that was on fire. Anybody remember the burning bush from Sunday school days? A bush that was on fire but yet its branches and its leaves were not consumed. It wasn't burning up, but it was on fire. And God was in the burning bush. And God's voice came out of the burning bush. And God's plan came out of the burning bush. What do you do when God says, this is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to do it through you, but yet you don't see the fulfillment, you don't see the fruition of it? What do you do? You wait. That's what you do. God gave Moses a plan. It was a good plan. <coughs> it was a good plan because it was God's plan. How many believe that any plan that God gives you is a good plan? Come on and say amen. God gave Moses a plan. The wait was over. Deliverance was coming. The day was finally arriving. The Bible says that he had heard the prayers of his children. They were, they were called, this is how much God loves us. He called them his children, the children of God, the children of Israel, his chosen people. He said he heard the cries of the children and he remembered his covenant with them. A covenant is a promise. It's a contract, really. Part of the plan. God says, I heard the cry and I remembered the covenant. I saw the anguish. And God devised a plan to deliver his loved ones, his children. This was the moment for which Moses was born. Little did he know. He had come to the kingdom for such a time as this. And so, here he goes with God's word, God's vision, God's promise, God's plan. That sounds like enough. Doesn't it sound like enough for us to go out with what God says? So he goes out with that. He goes to Pharaoh and he says to Pharaoh, God said to let his people go. So what's Pharaoh do? Pharaoh says, oh, well, by all means, then just go right on. Right? Well, no, it didn't quite go like that, did it? You see, sometimes others are not going to get quite exci as excited about God's plan for your life and the vision and the dream that God spoke to you as you're going to. Pharaoh goes, I don't even know who this God is that you're talking about. Who is this Lord that you're talking about? Isn't that what it says? He didn't even know who God was. He didn't want to know who God was. And I'm definitely not letting your people go. In fact, now you've ticked me off. Now I'm mad. 
Get the taskmasters in here. I'm going to show these knuckleheads who's in charge here. Heaps more work on them. Now, now wait a minute, God. <laughs> you gave me a plan. You spoke a word. There's a dream here. There's a vision here. There's a, there's a promise here. And I'm just being obedient. Maybe you never felt like that. God, I know you spoke to me. I know what you showed me. But now here I am waiting. Moses and Aaron and God's children, God's selected ones, they learned to wait on God. You're going to have to learn to wait on God, La Palma Christian Center. You might as well get used to that. I love when God speaks and we see the answer immediately. We see the fulfillment right away. But more times than not, God has us wait. We pray for healing. I've been supernaturally healed on two different occasions. How many have experienced God's healing? Uh, just raise your hand as a testimony. <clears throat> but I've also prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed for God to heal me. And I've had to wait on the fulfillment of that. Even the two times that God did heal me, I'd been praying for years before I saw the fulfillment and that healing come to complete fruition. You're going to have to learn to wait on God. I want you to jot down a few things that I thought were important while you're waiting on God. Number one, while you're waiting on God, <clears throat> sound like Mr. Douglas, Mr. Haney. <clears throat> Daily duties should continue while you're waiting on God. Let's get back into our text, chapter 5, verses 4 and 5. The king of Egypt said to them, Moses and Aaron, why do you take the people from their work? Get back to your labor. Pharaoh said, look at the people of the land. There's so many now, and you're making them rest from their labor. So the man of God comes in with the word of God for the people of God, and he says, God said, let my people go. Well, this spreads throughout the camp. And everybody's saying, "Woo, we're out of here. We're about to be delivered. They started putting their tools down. They started just making a few bricks. What's Pharaoh going to do? We're out of here. We're going to be gone anyway. So they slacked off of their work. It kind of backfired on them, actually. Because only God knows when the now comes. He said, I will. I will, I will. You look back through this this afternoon. You see how many times God says, I will. I will do this. And God did. But he didn't say when he was going to do the I wills. He just said he would. There came a time when he said now, and then it all happened. But what are you doing while you're waiting on all of the God said I will do? Just keep on working. Keep on working. Your daily duties must continue. The people expected immediate release. They stopped working as hard as they were working before. Why should they work so hard with deliverance so near? 
You know, it's difficult to keep on track while you're waiting, isn't it? Get distracted while you're waiting. Wondering if today is the now day from God. Wondering if today God will turn things for us and shift things. Wondering if today the new door will open. Or while you're waiting, you just keep rolling up your sleeves and you keep working and doing what you know you should be doing. You know, some have made this mistake. There have been those throughout history who have set the date of Christ's return. Have you ever heard anybody say, Jesus is coming back on this certain day? It was just a few years ago they predicted Jesus was going to come back in September sometime, it seemed like to me. Remember that just a few years ago? How much, when was it? It was recent. Well, the day came and went, and then this prophet, you know, little P, quotes around that. He heard wrong, and he had to change things up. But in the meantime, there were people that believing this, and so what they do? They, they quit their jobs because Jesus was coming back. Now, let me interject this while I'm right here. I believe that Jesus is coming back, and I believe that he's coming back soon. Even so, Lord Jesus, come quickly. I believe that Jesus is coming back, but the Bible's very clear. No man knows the day or the hour. In fact, Jesus himself is waiting for the Father to summon. Right? They quit their jobs. Why do we need to work? They spent all the money they had. Why do we need to save? They sold all their belongings. Why do we need to have anything? Jesus is coming back. Now, they don't have anything. God calls us to be faithful in the everyday duties, in our everyday tasks, until he returns. Church, I want to be found working when the Father comes. Busy about kingdom business, working in the fields because the harvest is plentiful. Maybe you don't even like what you do for a living. You just keep on doing it. You say, "Well, God gave me a vision. I'm gonna be a. I'm gonna be a, 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 a in full time ministry sometime. I know that. God spoke that to me at an altar prayer. I believe it. I believe it." I don't minimize it. But until God clearly opens that door for you, you've got to just stay faithful in what you're doing right now. Let your daily duties continue while you're waiting on God. Here's another thing to remember. Number two, difficulties may increase while you're waiting on God. Back to our text in chapter 5, verse number 6. So the same day, Pharaoh commanded the taskmasters of the people and their officers and said, You shall no longer give give these people straw to make bricks as before. Let them go and find the straw for themselves. And you shall lay on them the same quote of bricks which they made before. Don't reduce it because they're just lazy. They're just idle. They're just crying out saying, let us go and sacrifice to our God. He said, let more work be laid on them. And they're just going to labor in it. Don't let them regard false words. So the taskmasters, they, they did what Pharaoh had said to them. 
took away the materials that they were supplying them with in order to make the bricks. They said, no, you're not getting the materials. You have to go find the materials. Go find the straw yourself. And you have to make the same amount of bricks that you've been making with our help. They couldn't even find straw. They found bits of straw, which they called stubble. So they're finding the scraps. You getting this? They had to go and find the scraps and still had the same quota of work laid on them as before. And it got worse than that. <coughs> if they weren't producing the same quota, the taskmasters would beat them down, literally beat them down with the whip, calling them lazy and idle and good for nothing and who knows what else. I don't know what the Egyptian cuss words were back then, but I'm sure they're using them. Mm -hmm. Things got more difficult as they waited on God's word, God's plan, God's promise, God's vision. Things got tougher. Well, it might be that way for us. Your troubles just might increase while you're waiting on God's plan to unfold in your life. How many believe that there's a real enemy that we have? Well, I, I don't want to just, Karen, I don't want to assume everybody believes that. I, I say absolutely too. But you'd be shocked how many Christians are going to church and they don't even believe there is a devil. But I want you to know something today. There is a devil. He's real and he's powerful. Don't ever underestimate the power of the devil. I spoke on this some time ago, a few months ago now, I guess it's been six weeks or so. Knowing our enemy. But he's real, first of all. You need to understand he's real. And he has nothing good for you. He, his assignment is, is complete annihilation. The thief comes only but what? Where's it found? John 10, 10. Oh, you all are doing good today. A little Sunday school quiz. The thief comes only but to steal, kill, and destroy. You think he's going to just sit back idly while... The plan and the vision and the dream and the hope and the promise that God spoke to you is unfurled and unfolds? I don't think so. I think he's going to do what he does, trying to stop God's plan, trying to thwart God's vision in your life, trying to mess things up. There's a real enemy. He wants nothing but our demise. Just know that difficulties may arise while you're waiting on things to unfold. But remember this, and let me move on. God is faithful. Oh, hallelujah. I hope somebody latched onto that with your spirit. God is faithful. God is faithful through the difficulties, never leaving us, not forsaking us, always there with us. And so, since God is faithful, may we be found faithful unto God through the difficulties. 
There's the real test, by the way, church. It's easy to stay faithful. I say easy. It's, it's easier. How about that? When things are going well and, and the times aren't so tough, oh, yeah, I'm going to stay faithful. How about when the push comes to shove? How about when the hard times come? Can you remain faithful then? Because God doesn't change. He's always faithful. God help us to be faithful. Number three, just some things to remember while you're waiting on God. Don't become impatient. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> this is a word for somebody today. I know that. I put this message together before I even went to England. And I just sat on it and let it marinate. But see, God knew I needed to preach this today. And God knew you would be here today. This is a word for you right now. Don't become impatient while you're waiting on God. Back to our text, verse 20 of chapter 5. Then they came out. The them that they were talking about here, or the they, excuse me, we're talking about the officers of the people of God. So what we're talking about, what we're looking at is the leaders of God's people. They came out from Pharaoh because they'd already complained to, to Pharaoh. They thought they're going to do some well for the people, do some good for the people, and they complained to Pharaoh. Now they come out and they're going to complain to Moses and Aaron. And they stood up to meet them and they said to Moses and Aaron, verse number 21, let the Lord look on you and judge because you have made us abhorrent in the sight of Pharaoh and in the sight of his servants to put a sword in their hand to kill us. So Moses then, he goes to God and he says, Lord, why have you brought trouble on these people? Why have you even sent me? For ever since I came to Pharaoh to speak in your name, by the way, he's done nothing but evil to these people and you haven't even bothered to deliver them. That's really what he's saying. Mm -hmm. watch, watch this flow, if you will. Watch the trickle-down effect of impatience. Pharaoh became impatient, didn't he? He said, who's this God that you're talking about? I don't know him. I don't want to know him. You, you've, you've ticked me off, and I'm increasing their labor. There. Are you happy? The taskmasters under Pharaoh, they become impatient. And I think they just were kind of longing for this opportunity probably. Now they really got to get on God's children, God's people. And so they were gloating over this fact that, oh, you're going to make the same amount of bricks and we're not even giving you any straw. And if you complain, if you're late, if you don't make the same amount, we're going to beat you down. And th so they're impatient. Why aren't, you, why aren't you making the same amount of bricks? Why don't you hurry up? Why don't you quit being lazy and being idle? Why are you? And so they're impatient, see? Pharaoh, the taskmasters. But watch this. The impatience jumped the track. See, it's okay for the enemy to be impatient, right? But don't let that impatience jump the track. The impatience jumped the track because it says that the officers of God's people then, they became impatient. 
And they first of all, they go to Pharaoh with their impatience, trying to plead their case, and they got the beat down. They were beaten for it. Things increased for the people of God. So then they go and they get impatient with the man of God. They said, Moses, before you came, everything was great. If you think being a slave in Egypt and being in bondage is great and having to make bricks all day. That's really what they're saying. Before you came, we had favor with Pharaoh. Everything was going okay. And now you messed everything up. And now they got swords on us. They're going to kill us. What have you done? See the flow of the impatience? But it didn't stop there. The man of God, Moses himself, their impatience affected him, and he became impatient. And he goes to God and says, God, why would you do this? Why would you even send me? I went to Pharaoh, and I spoke in your name. And you haven't even bothered to deliver them. You haven't even bothered to do what you said you were going to do. I'd be careful talking to God like that, by the way. But see, your impatience, can it, it affects others. Just be patient while you're waiting for that to unfold. Because there's going to come a now from God for you. Just because God delays, go ahead and bring up point number four. I'm already there. Just because God delays doesn't mean he's not going to come through. Oh, I'm going to bring somebody some good news here today. Delays do not mean God isn't going to come through. Everything that he said, I will do, I will do this, I will do that, I will do this to Pharaoh. God is going to do it. Just because he didn't do it immediately doesn't mean he's not in the process of doing it. Maybe he's teaching you something. Maybe he's putting something on you that you need desperately for this next level of leadership. Hallelujah. Because God's timing isn't your timing. God's timing isn't my timing. God doesn't have a wristwatch on his arm. See, in fact, he's holding time in his hand. Look at chapter number six. You've got to get this. Come here, Pastor Moses. Verse number one. Ah, then the Lord said to Moses, now. Somebody say now. Come on, somebody say now. now. God spoke a word. And he said now. There's coming a now for you. There's coming a day when God is going to say now. Today is the day and what I said, said to you back then and what I showed you back then. Now it's going to happen. Your now from God might start today. Don't you dare give up on that dream. Don't you dare give up on the plan and the promise that God spoke to you. Now God says. Let me read on. 
you shall see what I will do to Pharaoh. For with a strong hand, he will let them go. With a strong hand, he will drive them out of the land. And God spoke to Moses and said to him, I am the Lord. God was about to perform that which he said he would do. Even though the people complained against Moses. Even though they doubted. Even though they became impatient. God's promises were unchanged. God's schedule was right on time. Deliverance was just ahead. The promise at the burning bush would, in fact be fulfilled never question in the dark what God said to you in the light let me say that again never question in the dark what God said to you in the light you just hold on just stay steady. Be patient. And keep on trusting in God. I don't like waiting. Maybe I already said that. But I don't like it so much. I'm going to say it again. I don't like waiting. But wait, we will. Wait, we must. It's all part of God's process get this it's part of God's plan we're waiting on the plan see but let me just drop a few a few promises to those that wait from the word of God if you put away your notes you might want to get them back out real quick this is good this is all my conclusion by the way Promise number one, strength. Psalm 27, 14, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he will strengthen your heart. And of course, one of my favorites found in Isaiah 40, they that wait on the Lord mm, shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. While you're waiting, God's going to strengthen you. Promise number two to those that wait. Exaltation. Psalm 37, 34. Wait on the Lord and keep his way. And he shall exalt you to inherit the Lamb. When the wicked are cut off, you'll see it. Number three, answers to prayer. Psalm 62, 5. My soul waits silently for God alone, for my expectation is from Him. As you wait on God, know that God hears and God answers our prayer. Aren't you thankful for that? The fourth promise to those who are waiting on God is the blessing of God. God's blessing. Isaiah 30, 18. Therefore the Lord will wait that he may be gracious to you. And therefore he will, he will be exalted that he may have mercy on you. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed, get this, get this. Blessed are all those 
who wait on God. I want you to bow your heads all over this room. If you're here today and you would say, Pastor Steve, I'm in that, that holding pattern. I know that God has spoken to me, unfolded a plan, given me promises, given me a vision and dream, but yet I haven't seen it come to fulfillment. Pray for me. If that's you, I want you to stand on your feet. You're waiting on the fulfillment. You're waiting on the promise to, to be unfurled. Come on, I want to see who I'm praying for today. Just keep on trusting. Keep on holding out hope, my Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. Your now from God. Your now from God is coming. Anybody else? Now from God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If you're standing, I want you to lift your hands. Just cup your hands toward heaven. God is about to pour into you right now. Come on, slip your hands up. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, we're waiting on you. We're waiting on you, and God, as we wait on you, help us not to become impatient, Lord. Help us not to become weary and distracted. Hallelujah. You showed us so many things, God, unfolding a plan, but yet we haven't seen it come to fulfillment. Let us not become frustrated, Lord. And God, I pray that you would strengthen each and every person who's standing right now. You're about to get a wave of strength come over you. Yes, yes. God is pouring it into you right now. Strength is coming to you. Blessings are coming to you as you wait on the Lord. to unfold this, folks. Your now is coming from him. Now, he said, I'm going to show Pharaoh who's boss. Now. Come on, somebody say now. Come on, somebody say now. Yes, God. Church, why don't you stand with these that are standing and look around real quick before you stand. See, see who you could join in prayer with real quick. We're going we're gonna to let you go, but I want somebody to just go and stand with them real quick. If, if somebody was standing close to you, would you just go and lay your hand on the shoulder? Come on, pray, pray real quick. God's doing something. God's doing something really, really powerful here today. Thank you, Jesus. There's something else that I believe we ought to do while we're waiting. I didn't weave it in as a point.
But I believe, folks, one of the most critical things we could do is praise. While you're waiting, just keep on praising God. Keep on thanking God. Keep on blessing God. God, I don't know when you're going to come through. I don't know when I'm going to see the fulfillment of this and the fruition of this. But while I'm waiting, I'm going to keep on praising you. I'm going to keep on blessing you. Hallelujah. I know that you're still God and you're in control. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody open up your mouth and let praise come forth. Let thanksgiving come forth. Let gratitude come out of your heart. Let gratitude come out of your mouth. God is still God. God is still in control. Hallelujah. He's not forsaken you. He didn't leave you. Hallelujah. Your now is on the horizon. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Waiting on God. Waiting on God. pray that this word that has come forth would change your life. That's why we gather here today. So our lives can be changed, forever changed. Amen. Amen. I appreciate Pastor Moses and Pastor Dave filling in while we were away. I know we're... I never have to worry about if, if things are going to go well. I just, I, I always know we have such great, capable staff. So I appreciate uh, them filling the pulpit. I know Pastor Becca was leading it, uh, throughout the two weeks as well. So we just thank God for this great staff. Pastor Dave, I want you to come.